Blog Talk Radio. Now in possession of all four keys, the brave adventurers march triumphantly into the Valley of Silence to open the chest, smash the glass guitar, and free the spirit of harmony. How about that crazy man, a little sing-ring in the glass guitar to start this show? Spirit of Harmony. Crazy man, how you doing? Are you there? Crazy man. Sorry, I was muting. Cruiser Mal, I was tripping. All right, everybody, <laughs> welcome to Rungan Radio. We'll get our act together here soon. So tonight we got a lot of good stuff. We're going to do a little scoop for you. If you're interested in Little Rock, we'll talk a little bit about some other stuff, but mainly this show is about rocking Little Rock. If you don't know about it, April 17th through the 19th, we're doing an event with the Spirit of Harmony Foundation, and we're going to give you lots of details that you have no clue about, lots of surprises that you're going to appreciate and love. So oh. let's started Christmas. yeah we got uh i'm so excited we're we're gonna between the four of us we um it's gonna be a super duper weekend i gotta tell you got to tell you but huh it's gonna be super duper like you said super duper um (laughs) but we kind of got to knock some business out of the way before we can do that because you know we like to give everyone a chance to get all fully logged in and Complain about how they can't get logged in. <laughs> in the chat room. Yeah, and it's not because we want to tease it out. We'll only take about two, three minutes. There's just too much, you know, we got to announce because some people aren't always online or paying attention. Bottom line is this. Todd Runger's got a new album coming out. It hits April 7th. It's called Global. There's information about it, including the set list online, uh, Cherry Red Records, Esoteric, however you want to say it. You can find information if you don't know anything about those sites. Just go to rockinlittlerock.com and go to the concert tickets page. We have information there. Uh, you can always check rungrenblog.com. It's Mike Adrian's site. He's always got everything within seconds of when it's announced, so I'm sure it's on there as well. And then he's going to follow that up with a tour, which includes one of the shows we'll be talking about tonight. But the... Tour information is available. Just go to rungrenradio.com and go to our tour page, and then you can click on the first link. I'm not sure if TR Connections got it updated or not, but I know that EJ has. So check one, check two, whatever you want. You'll see the current dates, which are about five or six. More to be announced very soon, which we'll be happy to share via email. If you're not on that list, it's join us on the rungrenradio.com website. And Cruiser Mail, that tour... What we do know about it is not much. We do know that the typical band that Todd tours with will not be present for this tour. We do know that. Oh, my goodness. We do know that it will feature a lot of the new album and then also, quote, unquote, some classics. And, Cruiser Mel. Yes. Spectacular light show. That's true. Yes, we have been told that. So it should be really kind of fun. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. That's all we got for you on that. More information will be out, I'm sure, soon. Ringo Starr 
and Todd are going back out. February tour starts pretty early, I believe the 13th, maybe 12th. So that information is also on the tour page. So you can get all that information there. Last but not least, we have uh, Johnny Byrne going to call in later. He's doing a uh, drummer's showcase in California, Santa Ana. So we'll get details about what that means, where that is, what you can do if you're there and want to go, etc. Part of that situation will um, hopefully raise some funds for Spirit of Harmony Foundation. That's right. So without further ado, Cruiser Mel, let's talk about Spirit of Harmony Foundation and Rungan Radio. We have a big event coming up in Little Rock, Arkansas, of all places. You're going to find out why, and you're going to find out what exactly is going on. So we are going to let Ed and Gene go first and give you the full details about Saturday, because we know that you don't know what's going on with that day, other than it's a symposium, quote-unquote. And that is a understatement, Cruiser Mail, I would have to say. Yeah, it's a little bit more than a symposium. It's unbelievable. You're going to get to find out. And then Cruiser Mail and I will come back. We're going to tell you about Friday night. We have some surprises in store for you. We're going to tell you about Sunday night. And then we're going to take callers. We're going to talk to Johnny, and then we'll take callers, and we'll talk more about this if you have any questions or concerns or want to know more about it. But if you don't want to go after you hear the information tonight, I can't help you. So, Cruiser Mail, are you ready for Ed and Gene? I well, you know what we need to we need to tell people that uh, the the new album that's coming out is on Cherry Red Records, um, and you can go to cherryred.co.uk or uh, to get more information. Or the Todd Store has said that they will start taking pre-orders pretty soon. So that's right, ToddStore.com, or you can find them on Facebook. They appreciate it when you buy it direct from them. I think it helps Todd and Michelle as well. So don't forget them. They also have some cool merchandise. If you haven't got the Live in Siberia DVD, you're, you're, you're just, I'm just telling you, you got to get that one. And from Cherry Red Records, you got to get that BBC CD DVD. That thing is off the hook. I'm telling you. Live at the BBC. You got to get it. Those are two products must have. We're going to highly recommend those. Uh, one more thing, Cruiser Mail. Yes, sir. Uh, the ToddFan.com, ToddFan Magazine. The promo issue has been printed. It looks pretty good, and it's uh, not available. If you didn't order it, you didn't order it. But if you want to look at some future editions of the Todd Fan magazine, toddfan.com is the website you need to check out. And I think that's it. Cruz Mel, am I missing anything? No, you got it all. All right, don't forget, rockin', without a G, rockinlittlerock.com is the website for full details. And everything we talk about tonight we'll have on that website Pretty quickly after the show, if you missed anything or are concerned. So don't worry about taking notes if you don't want to. It's all good. All right, so without further ado, let's get our friends Gene and Ed on here. Gene, Ed, are you with us? I'm here. I'm here. All right. Awesome. <laughs> we're all here. All right, so we all know four is a crowd, so we're going we're gonna to let them handle the show. And if you want to call and ask us questions later, 646-716-9262 is the number. Gene and Ed, let's hear about the Saturday event. We're very excited about getting this news out. We are excited excited as well. And being that we are holding it in the South, ladies first. (laughs) Don't you love it? (laughs) Thank you, Ed. (laughs) Okay, well, 
Thank you so much for being here today. Uh, this is really exciting for us to spill the beans about this uh, little baby that's been incubating now for a long time. And I'd just like to start out to give you a little bit of context so it'll make a little more sense the direction we're going in. Uh, it's, I would say that uh, there were so many seeds to this symposium and this is just the beginning. It's really the first big thing that we're doing. Uh, the, it goes as far back as the NAM conference last year when uh, Todd was in a panel and he announced the foundation. It was just about a year ago this week. And Joe Lamont said at the end, he's the president of NAM. he said, Todd, you have these amazing fans, and if you could mobilize the fans to really make an impact on the importance of music and music education, it would be amazing. And, you know, we kind of laughed because we know how uh, how passionate this group of people can be. So kind of fast forward the specific origin of this came from uh, when Todd visited Northwestern University, the BrainVolts Brain Lab, Dr. Nina Krause's lab. That was last April. And Dr. Nina gave him this wonderful presentation, and he was so engaged, and he was really talking about how music uh, affects his brain, and, and they were having this wonderful interchange about what happens when a person studies music. And we talked all about the brain science and how the brain actually changes from a, a kid who is studying two years of music will have permanent lifelong brain changes. And, you know, so Todd was like so into that and talking about his personal experience and there were all these grad students around listening to every word he said and he was joking and Dr. Nina and Todd were kind of finishing each other's sentences. They were so grooving on the conversation. And uh, toward the end, Todd got a little more reflective and he was saying that, you know, the brain science, he's, he's convinced it is so good for kids physically and neurologically and emotionally and socially and everything else. And he started thinking, you know, what would be a way to really engage people to understand this, that it is so important and it's so good for kids that it can't just be pushed aside when schools are making budget decisions and such. So he had the idea of creating like a, a turnkey, that was his word, a turnkey program that would have all of the threads of the argument, all of the best cases in a very concise way so that anyone, whether the person is a parent or just someone who loves music or someone who wants to do something good for society and kids, can have that information at their fingertips so that they can speak in a real authoritative way whenever they have an opportunity to just kind of make a social change to have those decisions about music education be taken very, very seriously. And so that started our wheels turning. And 
we we contacted uh, Marie Bruno and Gio Bruno in Little Rock, and they're longtime Todd fans, and very involved with the uh, uh, Clinton School of uh, Public Service. And what we wanted to do is put together some kind of an idea, and we it wasn't even explored yet what it could be, but just. You know, we wanted to kind of make this so serious that it's aligned with a prestigious academic institution so that it really carried a lot of weight and it really went to real people who could make a, a difference. And it kind of snowballed from there. And um, so before I go into kind of the list of, of what we have, and Ed is going to share some, I'm going to share some because you don't want to hear my voice for the next half hour or so. Uh, I just want you all to know that it's just really important that as we're going through this list, my goodness, Todd was involved every step of the way. You know, every bit of this has his blessing and enthusiasm, and each decision was made in a very, very thoughtful way. We were looking for people who aren't the usual suspects. They're not the people who have the books on brain science and music or you know, what music does. These are the people who are really doing the research. They're really rolling up their sleeves and getting the freshest, newest, most compelling arguments in order to make the case for music education. So uh, that's kind of an introduction. I'm sure Ed will add a little bit in a bit when I'm done talking. But uh, we just want to start you out. Okay, so here you are in Little Rock. And as we go through this whole program, you'll see all of all of our events are all within walking distance from each other. But as we're walking in to this particular event, the symposium, and we have two choices where it's going to be. It isn't completely nailed down yet because that's all uh, dependent on how many people are going to be signing up. So uh, we have two places that we know of, we're really thinking it'll be in the very much larger place, but you're walking into it in this beautiful Little Rock springtime night, and you have the Mabel Vale Elementary Drum and Groove Line, so these little kids who just rock it, and they'll be outside kind of greeting everybody as they come in, and it's going to just set the tone, because we don't just want to talk, we want to listen to some music and have some fun. So that's going to be a great way to start out. And then people will take their seats, and we'll have a welcome from the Clinton School of Public Service. And uh, let's say, uh, I think this is time for me to ask Ed a question. Ed, who was the person who called you last week when you mentioned something on Facebook that you had a very exciting call? Well, that's true. I did have a, a very uh, interesting call last week, and uh, just, um, you know, Gene mentioned that we have been working with Marie Bruno, who is one of the uh, Clinton family members, and, and it's it's been tremendous, and they're, they're the ones, her and Gio are the ones who, uh, uh, you know, got Todd and Michelle invited to the White House for a party when, when uh, uh, Bill was, was president. So, uh, so I'm sitting here, you know, and it's, uh, you know, I'm laying here in my house and my phone rings and I pick up my phone and there's this deep southern voice at the other end of it and at first it's like is it Doug no it's not Doug you know it's like you know and then I'm like going oh my god it sounds like Bill Clinton well it's not Bill Clinton but it's pretty damn close it was Roger Clinton 
uh, <laughs> which just kind of blew me away a little bit because uh, he really does sound like his brother. Um, and he, Roger, turns out, lives about 20, 30 minutes uh, south of me here in Los Angeles, depending on traffic, if you know anything about Los Angeles. Um, and um, Marie, through our conversations o- over the last year, I mean, this, this, this symposium, or at least the idea for this symposium, has, has been in the works for over a year, or about a year. Uh, and she thought that, you know, she always talked about Roger and how he is not only, he is a professional musician, that's how he makes a living. Um, and he is a huge, and I'm just learning this now, Roger is a huge advocate for music education for children. Um, and it was it really exciting to, to have a, a conversation with him. He was, um, it wasn't that long because he was traveling and we're going to, you know, he's going to be, he's back in Los Angeles today because uh, he was actually spending the weekend in Palm Springs with his brother and his um, niece, Chelsea, uh, at a health symposium uh, summit that, that Chelsea sponsors. Uh, so, uh, but he is, he, he is elated. I mean, he, not only is he a big fan of music education, he is a tremendous fan of Todd and he had just went off like on, you know, like we all get excited about when we're talking to somebody else, uh, you know, about our, our affinity for Todd and his music. Well, that was Roger. I mean, he, he basically joined the family right there. So that was, that was, you know, pretty amazing. And, uh, um, and we'll, we're working out, you know, exactly how Roger's going to participate, but he, he's, He's coming in from, you know, he's, he's coming into Little Rock to, uh, to be part of this whole weekend, and we're, we're elated to have him as part of it all. Um, so, as Gene kind of mentioned, you know, this symposium kind of came out of con- just comments that Todd was making while he was visiting with Dr. Nina at, um, it, it, at Northwestern, and Gene and I sort of started developing, as we've kind of gotten to, to working with Todd through this whole thing, it's like we know that he makes a comment and then we start to kind of like incubate it and stuff like that and present it back to him and, and he gives us further feedback and all of that and we keep developing and developing and working together. Um, so this symposium is really the outgrowth of this sort of turnkey package that Todd has envisioned. Um, and we wanted, what we wanted to do, though, we wanted this symposium to actually be like the humanistic living embodiment of what eventually will be information for people to use, to take to their local schools uh, or, or wherever, and, you know, at the very, very grassroots levels to get their kids music education, because we are about to start making an argument in a, in a way that hasn't been made yet, or at least we feel it hasn't been made in this capacity to really make the argument for the moral imperative of music education. And all of us are, are probably old enough to remember Title IX from the 70s about athletics for girls. Well, we're thinking like Title IX.1 for music education uh, in a kind of you know, off-the-cuff sort of a way. But so the, one of the first things in thinking about you know, who was going to be on this panel, it had to be a very deliberate decision-making process. And a couple of them were pretty obvious. I mean, Nina, you know, Gene will get into this a little bit later. But you know, everybody's heard about Nina Krauss uh, from Northwestern. We've been talking about her quite a bit. And I had the honor of sitting in on three of her presentations uh, over the weekend at NAMM. Uh, and she's a dynamic speaker and just an incredibly wonderful human being and, and just so passionate about what she is uh, finding out about the human brain and, and, uh, uh, and what music education does. And she's not dry about it, okay? She's not some, like, dry scientist or something like that. Um, but we, wanted, we needed somebody to be able to, you know, before we started thinking about the particulars, one of the things we thought about is, like, well, we need somebody to moderate this thing. We need somebody who is, you know, 
steeped in both music and who's successful and all of this stuff. And after um, the video testimonial and conversation that Kevin Elman and John Siegler did uh, for the foundation, the clear choice was Kevin Elman. I mean, the guy is, not only is he an elegant, elegant speaker, he really is the living embodiment of what um, music education can do for somebody. I mean, yes, he was a professional musician, and most kids that study music probably won't be music, you know, professional musicians, but that's okay. Because what Kevin, if you haven't seen, um, the, the, if you haven't yet seen the, the videos that Kevin and John did, Kevin speaks about how he uses all of the tools and life skills um, that he learned as a musician, he uses those and applies those daily to be a very, very successful financial manager. And he is a very, very successful financial manager. Um, the other part with, that makes Kevin imminently qualified to take on this role is that he, he holds symposiums, financial symposiums. He does these kinds of workshops and things like that. So he knows how to you know, get these things going and keep them moving and, 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 and knows how to, you know, get this information out of people and all of that. So uh, when, I, when I had a chance to talk to Kevin about it, he was enthusiastic of, about, um, you know, taking on this role and, and, uh, and being a part of this and, and because he, he really does believe that music education is really, really important for kids and, uh, and he's just elated. So obviously, you know, as a former drummer of myself and a big fan of TR's Utopia, you know, having Kevin Elman as part of this is, is um, just an incredible thing. So he will really be our moderator. And, you know, he came up with the idea. One of the things that Roger will eventually will, will um, introduce is we're going to have, you know, this is going to be both entertaining and informative. Part of the entertainment is we're going to have the state, um, the Arkansas State Symphony Orchestra Brass Quintet perform for us for about 20 minutes, half an hour. We're still working out timings. But these are kids that compete to be in this, to be in this statewide symphony. Uh, and they are the creme de la creme of what is happening now in um, the state of Arkansas in their high school music programs. Uh, and we are looking forward to a very, very robust um, program from them. We don't know what they're going to play. I mean, we, haven't con we have not been in any touch with the conductor and, and the music director. We're just letting them do their thing and stuff like that. But Kevin actually came up with the idea himself that after they play, he's going to actually talk to them about their musical experience and their experiences with education and what it's meant to them in their lives and, and the changes that it's, it's affected and, and, and all of that. Very, very, you know, natural, unscripted um, interview with them. And then Kevin will then introduce Todd uh, and he will come out and Todd will then deliver, um, you know, well, we're not scripting Todd because we all know that we can't do that. <laughs> but, um, but Todd will come out and, 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 you know, we've kind of, given him some indication that we want him to talk about, you know, the, the emotional aspect of this and, and why we're doing this and why this foundation has been formed and, 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 you know, why he feels it's important that the work that we're doing needs to be done. Um, and then uh, we'll get more into the, the, you know, the red meat of the symposium. Uh, and with that, I will bring it back to Jean and let her take on the next part of this whole conversation. Okie dokie. So, yeah, we're just stringing you all along here. <laughs> we're having so much fun. Okay. Uh, well, I'd like to um, then just run through who the panelists are and kind of introduce you to them and what they'll be covering just really briefly. Uh, okay. Uh, Nina Krauss, Ed already mentioned, she'll be our lead-off speaker. 
and Nina Kraus is uh, the director of the Auditory Neuroscience Laboratory at Northwestern University, and uh, that's out here uh, just north of Chicago. And what she'll be really speaking about is how music education changes a child's brain in ways that last a lifetime, making a child a better student and a more mentally fit adult. And what I think is just so incredibly important is, some of you know I've been in social services my whole life, and uh, Nina was talking about there's something that's called signatures of poverty, and that's measurable effects on a child's brain from a lifetime of poverty. You know, it has to do with their nutrition. It has to do with the number of words in the vocabulary of their parents and how many words they hear in the home, how many books are in the home. All, all, there's a whole amalgam of, of issues that create the signatures of poverty that they could actually measure a child's brain who's in poverty versus a child's brain that is not in poverty. And she has come up, Nina has come up with the first longitudinal research, and that means it's the same kids over a long period of time, that uh, measures that two years of music education actually negates, it actually erases that signature of poverty. So if you look at a social perspective on this, the kids who have music are actually put on a level playing field in life, period. And that's the metrics are there, the science is there, and she's really the one who is is saying that, and it's just absolutely incredible. She's saying a lot of other things too, but you know, this is something that just caught my eye and it caught Todd's eye. And when we were driving back from Northwestern to drop him off at the Space and Evanston concert, that's all we talked about. We were like jumping up and down talking about this, that it really would uh, level the playing field. So Dr. Nina is just absolutely amazing, and she is the person to talk about this Uh She's and when remarkable. and she, if I could just interject, when when she talks about life, when Nina talks about life, she's literally talking about life because a kid who studies music for a few years, the 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 alterations that happen in their brain last a lifetime, even if they stop playing music. The, it, it, it could be seen in somebody who's 75, 80 years old because she studied this. That that somebody when they were a kid and played for three, four years, two, three, four years, whatever it was, and stop and never pick up another instrument, 75 years later their brain is still functioning better than somebody who never played music at all. Yeah, so, when, she did the, when she did the preliminary brain test for Todd, she just keeps talking about and she continues to talk about She wants to do the full test, and I know Todd does too, because she wants to get her hands on his brain. She seriously does. Because she actually said that to playing. me again this weekend. She can't wait to get his hands on her. Uh, I was with Nina this weekend in L.A. She's like so excited about getting Todd back in the chair to do a test. And she uses those words. She wants to get her hands on his brain. I love it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but then our next speaker, and uh, Nina off, often speaks with her as kind of a tag team, is Dr. Margaret Martin. And... Uh, Margaret is the exec is the founder of the not the executive director the founder of the Harmony Project in LA 
And the Harmony Project is like an inner-city youth music program, classical music. All of you who remember our wonderful visit to the Youth Orchestra of the Lower Ninth Ward, now it's Make Music NOLA, they are an affiliate of the Harmony Project. Uh, the Harmony Project has affiliates all over the country, and they're growing like crazy. They're really doing excellent work, and people are just so excited about what they're doing. And they're taking kids who are really, really at risk. And, you know, in youth development, you kind of say all kids are at risk. You really can't say certain kids are at risk because that's not a fair way to look at it. But when, uh, and yes, Laura, (laughs) I see a note. Yes, Laura Patterson is uh, planning to be with us in Little Rock. Oh yeah. So, uh yeah, awesome, awesome. By the way, and so is Mike so, so is Micah Miller who is the executive director of Harmony Los Harmony Project Los Angeles. Um and we're elated that she's uh taking the time to fly out to join us in Little Rock. It, it just Yeah, this just keeps getting support. better and better. It's right, awesome. Exactly. <laughs> and uh so so basically we have, you know, just to give the perspective of it, we have Nina, who's talking about the brain science, and then that's followed immediately by Margaret Martin, and her her kind of thesis is music education improves kids' lives by making them more successful academically and in their social interactions with working with others and self-confidence. So her work is kind of playing on the next step of the brain science to implement it and show how it actually affects real kids and they've been tracking kids now for a number of years. They found it in 20, uh, 2001. So, you know, they've had some kids now who are going from the roughest neighborhoods in Los Angeles into some of the best colleges and universities and music schools and conservatories in the country and in the world. It's remarkable what's what kind of success they're seeing so actually I, margaret, I, have, a, I have a bit of de- mm-hmm. i have a bit of detail on that if i can interject oh, cool. um one margaret martin's the kids from harmony were uh the some of the subjects and, and nina will talk about this i suspect um you know during her talk but it was a school in chicago and it was also the kids in harmony project in los angeles that were the test subjects for this thing but uh margaret told me over the weekend that they have five of their kids that came from like the worst gang riddled neighborhoods in los angeles five of them are now at usc five of them are studying at berkeley uh she wasn't clear i assume she meant berkeley in california not the berkeley school of music but i actually am not sure and a couple of their students are Fulbright scholars. One of them has a full ride at Tulane University. And, like, you know, and, and as we kind of alluded, these are kids that never even thought about getting out of high school you know, when, they were, when they were that age. And then they got involved with this program, and they have gone on to completely transform their lives. Yeah, absolutely. So and, uh, okay, we're, we're – Getting down the home stretch here. So the two yeah. of them. Yeah, to the exciting are, part almost. We're almost to the exciting yeah. part, kids. Oh, no, no. We, we love it. We love it. <laughs> so, so when Todd was uh, at Northwestern University, one of the issues that he brought up was economics. And economics, uh, music education, and the benefits for economics is an area that has, has had very, very little research. There's very little out there to show how important it is 
uh, economically for kids. So we kind of opened that door a little bit with Margaret Martin talking about what she's doing with Harmony Project. But then we have an economist, George Ford, who is with the Phoenix Center for Advanced Legal and Economic Public Policy Studies, a Washington, D.C.-based nonprofit group. And he'll be speaking on the proven physical and social benefits of music education that ultimately result in substantial economic assets that manifest throughout a person's lifetime. And that really came directly from Todd. He started talking about, you know, all this science is great, but, you know, let's put it into real practical terms so a parent can really take a look at the idea, you know, what if some kid, what if somebody's kid becomes rich doing this? Or, you know, Todd was kind of thinking of the Justin Biebers in the world, but uh, it's more than that. It's somebody can become a star in music, and that could certainly happen, but it could also be uh, that they have increased ability to earn a good living throughout their lifetime. And it's just this is an area that is really new territory, and it kind of solidifies the case that we all know it's a good thing, but we really want to say that it's a good thing in very economic terms. And Kevin Elman kind of opens that idea up a little bit, too, with his life's work. So we're very excited to have Dr. Ford with us. And, our third uh, PhD, by the way. In case anybody lost collecting PhDs. Three PhDs we have on yeah. this panel so far, ladies and gentlemen. And I like uh, then, then the next speaker is Carl Mouton. And Carl is the director for bands of Maumelle High School in Arkansas. Uh, Carl is just this wonderful music instructor, and he's local, and he will be speaking about individual students' experience and how they've had a life-changing positive result from active participation in music education programs. And, uh, you know, he's working with kids all the time, and he is very passionate. He is a musician, a professional musician in his own right, and just we were just mesmerized in speaking with him about how his students feel about their music programs and how important it is to them and how much it changes their lives. And it's just a remarkable, because it's just going to be a great way to bring a more emotional side to the panel. And then our final speaker in the panel is um, a guy I think you all know, uh, Todd Rundgren. He's going to be speaking on the benefits, uh, the emotional and creative benefits of music education and basically his theme is music changes the world and changes ourselves. And uh, so we take it all the way from the very, very scientific to the economic to the social to the personal, emotional. And uh, it's a very well-rounded program covering all the big bases about music education and its benefits to students. So that's the panel. Now we have, now hold on to your hats, because Ed wants to tell you about what happens after the panel. Well, I'm hoping my, the, the weirdness that I'm hearing in my phone isn't my phone. But, um, yeah, no, it's, 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 it's really amazing. And I just want to loop back. Oh, to Ed, we thing. can't hear you. Your phone is oh, really God. messed up. Hello, how's oh, this no. phone? Is that better? No, no. Oh, your battery's dying, brother. You gotta... I'm going to call right back in. 
Yeah. All right, that's cool. We'll, we'll hold tight. Okay, so if you missed out for Dad, some reason. you're sounding lousy, too. Really? Yeah. Hmm. That's no good. Well, okay, do I mute. sound lousy? Yes, you, you do. You sound good, Chris <laughs> Maybe it's my phone. Maybe it's the blizzard. I don't know. <laughs> yes, Stephanie said you're, you are vibrating. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, it's not that. <laughs> uh, TMI. Um, All right. Should, he says, Vicki, I sound okay. Maybe it's uh, just our phones or something. Yeah. So the main, okay. you know, the message here we got so far, so we got Kevin Elman will be MC in this event. That yeah, is cool. Sure that is, you're out of the loop. <laughs> He's the drummer for Todd Rundgren's Utopia. Hello. Todd Rundgren himself. The singer and guitarist from Todd Runner's Utopia will be in the panel as well, on the panel. Now, here we go. Now I'm saying I'm breaking up. Ah, killing me. Oh, and, and a, another just just uh, rehashing before Ed gets back in. Uh, he said that he had spoken with Roger Clinton, who will be in there in, there in the – well, he's going to be introducing everything, I think, is what he said. And, and did you guys say there's going to be a drum line? Yeah, everybody's going to be greeted outside with a, a kid's drum line, drum and groove line, not just a drum line, a drum and groove line. Well, of course. Of I'm... course. <laughs> All right, so we got Ed back on, and Cruz Mel, why don't we mute and let those two go, because that, maybe that's the problem, too many people on the line. Yeah, here comes some fun stuff, people. Listen. Victor, here you go. You got it, buddy. Am I back? Am I back? Oh, Anybody yeah, you sound room? great, you Ed. You sound okay, great, cool. yeah. Right. Sorry about that, guys. Technology is wonderful until it doesn't work. No, we were more. just trying so, to tease them one more minute. That's all. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sorry about that. So, you know, like you know, like Gene said at the beginning, we wanted to make this entertaining as well as informative. You know, this, we wanted to make this a very, very unique event in, in the world of symposiums and didn't want to try. So one of the ideas we always had was we wanted to have Todd perform and play some songs. Now, we had to wait. We had to get this thing together a little bit before we could broach that subject with him. And then he got involved and sidetracked by some, I don't know, little project, recording a new album or some crap like that that he had to deal with. And, you know, and when Todd records another al- is recording mode, he doesn't communicate with anybody, including Michelle, in the same house. Um, so we had to wait patiently. But uh, eventually, you know, we, Todd resurfaced, and we asked him about, you know, playing, and he was like, sure, no problem. Yeah, I just need a couple of direct boxes for my um, guitar and my computer, and, and, and we'll go over like that. And I go, well, you know, Todd, we had another idea. You know, we got Kevin Elman there, and uh, we were kind of thinking about, uh, you know, now that we know that you're not going to have a band with you, we, we've spoken to uh, John Siegler and Jesse Gress, and we're flying them in, or we could fly them in. And uh, we wanted to create a, uh, a band around you so you could play a few songs, um, you know, to, to, to wrap this thing up. And Todd was like, sure, I can do that. And we're like, great. So uh, John Siegler will be joining Kevin Elman uh, and Jesse Grass. They are flying in specifically uh, to, uh, to do this. Um, and uh, don't know what they're going to do. I, I, I've kind of, we, we've kind of made the suggestion uh, to, to John and Jesse, and let then we'll let them work it out all out with Todd. Uh, I'm not crossing that line. You know, Todd doesn't take requests, uh, as we all know. Um, but we're very excited. And, and the other idea that kind of had percolated up, and I want to keep this quick, uh, is that, 
you know, because this is the living embodiment of this toolkit, we also wanted it to be the living embodiment of music itself. And as Jean kind of, when she was describing, you know, our panelists, a lot of them are musicians in their own right on different levels. Uh, Nina, well, Roger Clinton is a professional guitar player. He, that's, he's recorded music, and that's what he does. Um, uh, I learned that I, I knew that Nina was a guitar player, but actually she told me over the weekend that actually she's more comfortable playing um, harmonica. Uh, and I said, okay, bring down the harmonicas, you know. Uh, uh, George Ford plays guitar. Uh, Carl is a professional jazz pianist. Um, so what we're hoping will happen is that, you know, Todd and the guys will play a couple songs, and then we'll kind of, they'll do some song where everybody can join in, and it could be just a rocking jam session to really take us out and really just have a lot of fun and get everybody up and pumped and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, so we're not sure what's going to happen. Um, again, it's still, that part of it is still, you know, getting figured out with, with Siegler and, and Jesse and, and Kevin, and, and they'll talk to Todd, and we'll get that all figured out and stuff like that. But we are just really, really excited to have, you know, to be able to have these guys uh, come down and play. Uh, and, and then, you know, Doug and Mel being, you know, the idea people that they are and always looking out for you guys. Um, they, they uh, came uh, up with uh, Ed, don't go there. But, Oh, yeah, let them go Doug. there. I was gonna, let, I was gonna give it to Doug. So, oh, Doug. okay, okay. Go, Doug. No, what? I was so carried away with what you were saying. No, no, no. I was oh, no. I'm not going there. It's like Doug, Doug and Mel have an idea for something that they're pulling together, and I'm gonna give them the pleasure of, of uh, letting everybody know what the hell they got up their sleeves. Okay, all right. Before that, and it's not just cake. All right, before That's that, right. I like hearing your voice. Give the summary of this band, right quick. Who's in it? Uh, it is uh, Jesse Gress on guitar, John Siegler on bass, and Kevin Elman on drums. Um, there is a we're, – we're, we, we've thrown out the, the, the possibility of maybe flying in Ralph Shuckett from Los Angeles. That has not yet been determined. Um, we're talking to Ralph about it, um, and we're trying to figure out if it's, if it's feasible on multiple levels. But so we could basically have, you know, the original Utopian lineup from '74 on stage in Little Rock, rocking out the symposium. Take it away, Mr. Ford. You know what? <laughs> Wait. I think Cruiser Mel wants to take it away. Just oh, for. Oh, go ahead, Mel. Sorry, sorry, just, corner, corner. Just for a second. Here's what I want to say to what you guys have already added to the weekend. Hold, please. questions we're going to do that so i know that's a lot of information but we have archives you can go back and listen because you really got to listen to the details we know you want the scoop but at the same time this panel is loaded with talent and people that are going to challenge you and make you think that's going to be the first part of it. it's going to be a lot of fun and then we're going to get some music it's just a perfect setup on saturday we are very excited to be a part of it of course, Mel and I, you know, we're not into the um, education thing. We're party people. So that's our deal. Right, Crazy Mel? Well, we're we'll, we're willing to listen to the education thing. Of course. <laughs> yes, yes, it's all good. I'm looking forward to it. It's really going to, that, that um, as I've said earlier, I think this is the coming out party for Spirit of Harmony so people will understand exactly what they're about. 
because uh, there's you know some confusion out there what exactly they're doing what they're not doing this is going to spell it out for you in black and white what the goal is and what they're up to so that's going to be fun and of course it's so awesome that we got todd runner's utopia a good bit of the band there and if you look at the tour that they did uh jesse was part of that band you know, that's right he the, wore the crazy outfits too the todd runner's utopia reunion tour that's right all right so <laughs> <laughs> let's get into what's happening with us on friday and sunday the Rungan Radio, uh, part of the deal with the course, Spirit of Harmony is helping us with that, of course, too. We're all involved in this. It's all good. But we got a couple things for you we did want to share, and then we'll um, take a call from Johnny, and then we're going to take questions and talk to you more about this if you're interested. So let's start Cruiser Mail with uh, Friday night. Woo! Woo! If you know, we have a we have a party plan. And if you are paying attention, we have Michelle Rungan is going to DJ that party. Doesn't yep. get much better than that. She's going to play her favorite Todd songs. She's going to play some of her other music, hopefully, some other stuff she likes, because I know she's an 80 person. She's into the 80s, like me. Uh, we will have uh, cake, Cruising Mail, is that right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course. Do you have an idea yet for the cakes? I do, and I actually I need to talk it over with you privately. But yeah. Ooh, all right. Very good. All right, so more importantly, we have added something to this party on Friday night. Tell me it isn't so, Doug. Yes, it is. Despite the fact we've already sold over 200 tickets and we're good to go, we have decided to add something to the mix for your entertainment purposes. And we got to start by thanking the Spirit of Harmony Foundation. Thank you. Why? Because they have brought individuals into this party, into this weekend event, that we're going to borrow from them. Borrow, that's my southern, Borrow, B-O-R-R-O-W, <laughs> present to you a wonderful event on Friday. Cruiser Mail, give them a little taste of what that's going to be. Uh, well, as you said, Michelle is going to be there, and she's going to be DJing, but now it seems to me that it looks like we've got the makings of a band, don't mm. you think? I think yeah. we do. <laughs> so the aforementioned band will include Kevin Elman, John Siegler, and Jesse Gress. The only thing and, we're missing, huh? Uh, 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 uh. And what? most likely Ralph Shuckett and Michelle Rungren and Kim Anderson will be doing backup singing. That's right. So we're only missing one thing. What? And it's not going to be Todd because Todd's in Kansas City, but we need a singer for this band. Well, Doug, I hate to break it to you. Uh, I know you auditioned for the part, yes. but um, the, the, uh, the, yeah, no, 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 <laughs> no, no, Doug. Damn it. Mm-mm. And it's not me either. Mm. Who can it be? Who can it be now? Come on, Chris Mel. All right, all right. Um, I think it should be the one, the only, Photod John Poe Hyda himself. Good. Oh. 
Trying to think of of what to call the the band with with him fronting the band, but we're we'll come up with something clever somehow. All right, so let's repeat. Faux Todd, front and center, singing Todd Runger songs, playing a little rhythm guitar, accompanied by Jesse Grass on guitar, John Sigler on bass, Kevin Elman on drums, Ralph Shuckett possibly, most likely on keyboards. Backup singing, Michelle Rungren, Kim Anderson, who's usually with the Hermits, if you don't know. And they will be performing Todd and Utopia songs live on Friday night at our party. How cool is that? I mean, really. It's it's the best of all worlds. It's great. Oh, yeah. And if you, if so you thanks- don't know who, who this faux Todd, John Pohida, is, which if you don't, where have you been? Um He's the lead singer for the Hermits of Mink Halloween, who's played at a couple of our parties, several of our parties, actually. And they are fun, fun, fun. I mean, uh, he looks the part. He dresses the part. He is a true lover of Todd Rundgren and a wonderful fan and a good friend. So um, it's just going to be wonderful. If you haven't ever seen him perform, it's something else. Yep, Todd saw him perform at Icron. Said that he wanted to start a franchise of Todd bands, and this would be the first one. So Todd's in Kansas City that night, if you didn't know, for a uh, global tour show. That's why he's not going to be there. But he'll be playing with these guys, most of them, on Saturday night. So you get to see that. And then he's doing his show on Sunday. And no, Chasm's not part of the tour. We said that earlier. Chasm, Jesse Perry, not part of this tour. Right. Just in case you didn't. And... We are thrilled about this. This is an add-on. And Michelle will still DJ. So uh, Michelle DJ, and then we'll have this band uh, with Photod. And if you haven't seen them, you're going to love them. If you were at Icron, if you were at the last Rungan Radio Party, if you were at the Rock, uh, the Symphony Orchestra Show in Akron, you've seen this band. Or the Absolutely. Uh, also, also the singer. At, uh, what's that little, the R Room or the R Bar? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the R Bar in New York. We had Hermits. So... John Pohida, Photod. Now, here's the other thing. We are looking for a name for this band. So we're going to have a little contest. So you start thinking about it. We'll put it on Facebook, on our Facebook page. Now, Photopia is obvious. Notopia, Newtopia, all these things. But keep in mind, it's not Photopia because you have some members of Todd Rungs Utopia in this band. True. The trick is... You also have Jesse, who was not part of Todd. Well, he was on the tour, so you got that. So we want to hear some names. Ooh, Potopia, kind of like it. No, I kind of we like need... that one, too. Way yeah, to go, we have a... Way to go, way to go. So keep thinking, keep thinking. We'll have a little contest. You'll win a prize. It's all good on the front. So party with Michelle DJing and this band, which features several of Todd Runger's Utopia original members. Jesse Grass and Photod John Pohida. Now, yeah, and of course we're going to have laminates, collectors' items, of course. Sure. And your laminate yep. is going to be your your ticket for the entire weekend. Uh, so um, you'll make you'll have to make sure you find either Doug or myself on Friday or at the party, and uh, then you're going to be good to go. Yep. Also. Uh, Sunday, the, if you haven't seen it, um, Todd Store posted today the 
venue is called the Rev Room. This is a very intimate place for us. It's general admission. There are some tables, first come, first serve. If you have handicap issues, whatever, get in touch with me, and we'll we'll take care of you. But uh, cool little venue. You're going to like it. It's perfect for this kind of show. It is literally like two, three blocks from our hotel, walking distance. It's a lovely thing. The party, we're not sure where we're going to hold it yet, but it will be either in the hotel or walking distance from the hotel. We have a couple options we're looking at. Uh, of course, you can shuttle for free, trolley for free, or walk to the Saturday deal, the symposium. Again, Todd Rundgren, John Siegler, Kevin Elman, Roger Clinton, possibly Ralph Shuckett performing, Jesse Grass performing with Todd. So you'll get to see Todd perform twice, and then you'll get to be at the party if you come for Friday. So it's a beautiful thing. And Michelle's still going to DJ. I said that already, but I just want to remind you. It's all mm-hmm. good. Uh, take- we also have uh, one of the things that did not was not brought up by Gene and Ed is, for as a Saturday activity is, of course, the the screening of the A. Watts Connecticut show, the one from Connecticut. That's not one you've seen before. Uh, it's got lots of special little things in it, like sometimes you can hear Todd talking backstage when he thinks no one's listening. <laughs> so... <laughs> We'll have that going on Saturday afternoon. Did we decide on a time for that or roughly like 2 o'clock? o'clock? Yeah. I think it's 2 o'clock. Two yeah, o'clock. we've got a great place for it, uh, which we posted on rockandlittlerock.com. We'll have all this on the website soon, so you'll have the details. And if you bought tickets, we'll email you as well. Um, we've got a real nice theater for the movie. You might have seen it on our Facebook page. That's not where the concert is. The concert's a general mission, stand-up with some tables, etc. Uh, the movie is in a nice theater. If you were at the Roy Firestone Todd interview, similar to that, it looks like to me. Very nice place. Plenty of room for us. Uh, you're guaranteed a seat if you bought an all-in package. And this, I know we got our collectors and our bootleggers. This movie, it's a one and done. It's not being released. You're not going to get a copy of it. If you want to see it, you got to see it in Little Rock. End of story. Not my call. Todd's, that's just the way it is. We're lucky we get to see it at all. This, if you remember, was supposed to be the original uh, DVD release, and they decided to go with the first Akron show, which I have no problem with that, personally. So uh, this show, though, some of the unique parts of it are there were some problems. Fat suit didn't blow up. They forgot Michelle on just one victory. And the cool part of it, Ed has told us, is that you can hear Todd backstage. The mic is still on, so you're going to get to hear what Todd says while he's changing outfits and stuff. That's cool. Sound has not been mixed. This is just what it is. It is what it is. But it will be Blu-ray. So, Yeah, but it's the only time you'll ever get to see it. So, you know, if it's important to you, you better come that weekend. That's right. Now, Sunday, we got the concert at the Rev Room. Uh, It's really very close to the hotel, which, of course, part of the reason we picked the hotel. The... Concert is going to feature a lot of the global album, his new album, as well as some classics and a very spectacular light show. So it's, I don't know if it's similar to State or not, but there will be lights like that. We do know that. And it's going to be a lot of fun in this venue for it. I think this may even be the first venue that you have a general mission stand-up kind of deal. Like I know that Park City, Utah is a theater. 
this this show, from the way I understand it, was not not really created for that. This is a get down, let's boogie, let's get up front, let's get the lights going. That's what this is about. So let Dan, uh, I got. <laughs> Sorry. What's that? I just started singing. Let's dance. Sorry, it was another eighties <laughs> reference. <laughs> Everything is much walking distance. Yes, if you if you have you know if you're perfectly uh, capable of walking. You know, some people have issues, so there's other options, no doubt about it. Don't forget if you got a hotel room with us, it's a double tree. You have free airport shuttle if you're flying in. No need to pay a cab, so just roll up in there. It's all good. Uh, let's see. So cruiser mount. We have announced everything, and I know Dean and Ed probably can give even more details. There's so much going on with that symposium. We've given all ours. If you have any questions or whatever for us or them, call. We're going to put all four of us on, which is scary. Before that, Keith Kaufman is just dying to say something, so we're going to let him do that real quick. Oh, and then we're going to talk to Johnny Byrne right quick, and then we'll get back with Ed, Gene, and Wyatt to answer questions. Keith, what's up? Hello. Hello. Hi, Hello, guys. Happy New Year. Everything good. Unfortunately, due to timing of everything, I won't be going to Little Rock, but I have all the hope that uh, September and Akron will happen and that I'm just looking at a great 2015 for all podcasts. I'm just so excited about new music. It's just I mean, what you just described, the symposium and the concerts, oh, oh I wish you there. Keith, Keith, yeah. you're, you're, I don't know, you're, now your voice is vibrating. Um, that was brutal, dog. Uh, I really can't yep. believe you are not going to be a part of this particular weekend. Boy, I had to mute in that phone. Your phone's brutal, man. Uh, yeah. But we appreciate the call. And uh, listen, we're doing something Labor Day weekend. I don't know if it's an acronym yet. We're doing something. And we're going to try to get Todd to do something with us. That's a done deal. But we got Johnny online, so we want to uh, get that done. We're going to talk to him just for a few minutes. Uh, in case you're in California, you need to listen to this. Then after that, we'll come back, and we'll answer any questions or concerns that you have about Rock and Little Rock. We'd love to talk to you. I know Gene and Ed would like to talk about it more. There's just so many details. no way we can get it all out in one show. But just show up. You'll get to see it all. All right, so let's check. Johnny, you with us? Johnny, do we have you on the line? I am here. All right, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show, Johnny. I know you wanted to uh, call in tonight, tell us what's going on and how it affects Todd fans. So what's your project going on? Well, thanks for asking. We are doing a drummer showcase on February 8th. That's a Sunday in Santa Ana, California at the Yost Theater at 6.30. And I am hosting the show. It's a drummer showcase, and I've been doing the show now for the last 10 years. And what I do is I invite a couple of my famous friends to come along and perform, and i got a couple of students that will play also. It's about a two-hour show, and usually what happens is we make a profit on the show and we give the money away to different charities each year. Uh, last year was, uh, well, two years ago, excuse me, was Juvenile Diabetes Research Foundation. The year before was Make-A-Wish Foundation. And I think it was over the summer that I realized that Todd had a new foundation, Spirit of Harmony. And I looked into it. I spoke with Ed and uh, it's right up my alley. It gives money back locally to uh, inner-city kids that can't afford instruments and that are looking to study, and they've done a lot of research in this area. So I'm just happy to uh, to be helping out. And this is going to be in Santa Ana, California? 
Yes, it's going to be in Santa Ana, California at the Yost Theater. It's Y-O-S-T, and I am opening the show up to all the Todd Rudman fans um, on the guest list. All they have to say is Todd Rudman. That is going to be keywords to get into the show, and I'm going to auction off probably a couple of items and see if we can raise some money for this uh, this great organization. Excellent. Well, explain to the people that don't know exactly what is a drummer's showcase. Thanks. It's a great question. What uh, what I do is I put on this show, it takes about three or four months to produce it. We have certain tracks of different tunes, anything from funk, rock, jazz, and the players that I have will play on top of the original tracks, and the drums will be all mic'd up, and no one will hear any of the original drum tracks. Uh, I'm just fortunate that I've got good ears and I'm able to pick these parts out. And there will be other tunes where there will be no drums. I've had them uh, taken out of the tunes with uh, Pro Tools and a couple of different apps that I have. And so they'll play on top of tracks with no drum tracks to a click that no one else will hear in the audience. And we usually pump this through a big system with great lights, and we just have a real ball when we do this. Is there a website where people can go and, and actually see this and so they can really understand the concept? Because if you're not a musician, it's 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 sort of difficult to understand. Yeah, it is. And uh, that's a great question. My website is johnnyburn.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y-B-Y-R-N-E, and there are videos that you can select on my website. And you can also go to the Johnny Burn Drum Channel and see a lot of the players that play on there for the last uh, several years. So we've got Zildjian cymbals on board. We've got Vader drumsticks. This year we're playing with Spawn drums, S-P-A-U-N. They provide all the great equipment. And cost me several thousand dollars to put on the show, and I usually have donors that will donate some of the money. And then any profit that we make will go to, you know, Spirit of Harmony. That's just just a great cause that you're supporting there and uh let me say thank you cuz that, that's really really cool. Is there a way that Todd fans can help besides showing up and and coming? I mean, would you uh take if someone wanted, you know, had a rare album that was signed or something like that? Would yeah, you, take- you know, I've already been offered. It's funny that you asked me that. I have one guy that's willing to pay $1,500 for a signed Raw album by Utopia. So I've got two albums that I'm going to auction off. One is the Todd album, and I've got a couple of symbols and giveaways that we're going to raffle off. So any of the raffle money will go towards the foundation. But, yeah, I'm going to raffle off a Todd album, but I've got somebody that will get some money right away for a signed Raw album. So if there's anybody local in Southern California that wants to help out, most appreciated. Cool. Plus, I guess the the Todd fans that come, they can purchase those raffle tickets, too. Absolutely. And, and, you know, if they want to write a check to Spirit of Harmony, it's a 51C3. It is a complete write-off on your taxes. So what a better way to be in charge of your money, where it's going, or some of your money. Love to have you come down. I'm opening it up to everybody in Southern California, Orange County, Riverside County, Los Angeles County, Ventura County, San Diego County. Come out. We'll have a blast. I promise I'll have you uh, in stitches, and you'll hear some great music. You know, because one thing that I realized when I was backstage with Elton John years ago, he said to me, do you know what doctors and musicians have in common? And I said, no, he goes, we heal people. And that changed my life when I heard that. I realized what my calling was. I went to my first Todd Rogan concert in 1978 in Central Park, and as soon as I saw Todd get on stage and perform, that's what I'm going to do for a living. 
And that's what I did. I went to college and studied music, and it changed my life. So I kind of owe Todd at this point, if you know what I mean. Appreciate all the insight on that. Hopefully we'll get some Todd fans out there from California to come help out and uh, that the drum showcase is successful. Thank you so much. Thanks yeah, good luck, Johnny. All right, Johnny. Man. All right good luck, man. Welcome, this is Tim Dolan of the Midwest Group, welcoming you to the best place for all things Todd, Rundgren Radio. All right, you know the deal. If you're in California, you got to go. The rest of us, we'll just have to think about it, I guess. Hopefully see some stuff on YouTube. Uh, support right. it if you can. Go check it out. Free for Todd fans. Just say Todd Runger when you go to the door. All right, Chris, we got some callers. We have CLB on hold, but she's got to go second because she is a day late dollar short. Somebody <laughs> else called in for her. CLB, you know we love you. You know we're going to talk to you. Let's get uh, Ed and Gene on here just in case. We don't know what uh, these people want to ask us, so let's find out. 423, you are first. What's happening? Mel, yeah, how you doing? <laughs> Who's this? This is Rick Yarbrough from North East. to be. Oh, it's my Come on, Mel. buddy. You just had a birthday. Happy birthday. Yo, thank you very much. Um, this is kind of funny because when y'all announced all this, it's like immediately I was not going to be able to go. There was no way, okay? What? And, well, just scheduling and everything that I had planned, and Monday, I get on the computer at work, and I'm looking at where I had scheduled vacation time, and you know, you know for the last 12-plus years, I always scheduled the Spring Bristol Race Week, okay? Oh, no, is it? And so, I, so I had already scheduled Friday and Monday for Bristol Race Week. Well, they moved the race week. And I I didn't even look at the dates. And Monday morning, I got on the computer and was looking at my vacation schedule. And I'd already submitted April 17th, Friday, and April 20th, Monday, and had been approved off. But so, they moved the race. The race is not actually happening yeah. at that time, right? Yeah, no, it is. Oh. No, it is. But I realized that I'd already had been approved and scheduled vacation off on Friday and Monday. And so Monday afternoon, you know, I booked my hotel room and bought the all-in ticket, and I'm going to Little Rock. Yay! Cool. <laughs> and then Bring me some more photos, Facebook page, man. Okay, and uh, so anyway, I just, I, I really didn't think I was going to be able to make it. So I'm, and then hearing y'all tonight with everything that's going on with Kevin and and John and everybody going to be there, and of course John Palhida can't wait going to be great. Anyway, just it yeah, must have been the hermit, it and must, oh, it's fun. Yeah, it must have been fate, though, because I scheduled my vacation not even realizing it was going to work out. So thank you, guys. Perfect. Cannot wait to see everybody. Looking forward to seeing you, man. Okay. Y'all be good. Peace out. Take care. Don't forget me to bring me Bye. some old photos of Todd, man, so that he hadn't posted yet, so I can put them on our Facebook cover page. I'm glad it doesn't interfere with a race cruiser, Mel. Oh, my God. Oh my God I was going to have to not that be there. That would be terrible if you had to miss net car. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right, television for. <laughs> CLB's got something for us. What's up, CLB from Chicago? 
Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, okay, a couple questions. Let's see. Oh, yeah, and we had a couple suggestions for the band name, but um, what it's sounding to like to me, and this is just complete conjecture, is that Todd is going on the road without a band for the global shows. Correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that else get that feeling? True. There may be a. Okay. Uh, there will That's be cool. a. I, I, you know, I'm just like, whoa. Okay, another pod tour or something. I'm trying to think. Well, of, there'll, you know. there'll be uh, there'll be one other person. We don't we don't know the, uh, who that's going to be and what that's going to be. But there will be one person. It's just not going to be the normal uh, folks we're used to. Interesting. Um, so it's kind of like a pod type tour, which but you know, I'd love to see that. If that's what it is, but you know, absolutely. Well, and, and and he needed, I believe it was Randy Brown at the time, uh, climbing underneath that pod when that you know bank of IMAX was failing, and you know that kind of thing. Um, yeah. That was crazy. That was crazy. You definitely needed somebody along on the pod tour, uh, besides your dancers. Um, okay, rental car. Do we need a rental car? I know you no. said there's a shuttle from the airport, but what about no. getting to these various venues? Oh, no, 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 no. Everything's walking distance. If not, there's a shuttle from the hotel, there's a trolley, and, of course, there's cabs. Rental cars, waste of money. Now, wait, do Doug, you, you went there and did a little reconnaissance. Are, are there restaurants and such near the uh, hotel? Listen to me. You, I know you think they don't have, you know, uh, running water out there and everything. Downtown oh, Little Rock. Well. It is cool. It, it's, I got work on my y'all thing too. Yeah, it's it's closer. It's closer than uh, you know, like in Akron, we have to walk a little bit to get downtown. It's closer than that. There's more stuff there. There's multiple restaurants, multiple bars. They have vegan food for the vegans, vegetarian food. They have food for the carnivores. Everything's right there. It is a fantastic area. Do not get a rental car. It's a waste of time and money. Unless this you maybe be, want to go to the hot springs and um, chop some quartz out of the uh, heart of. The if you want to go to hot springs, you need a car. But there are people okay. that are planning on doing stuff like that. But really, that's that's a haul. That's an hour over an hour away. I don't know that you're going to have much time unless you stay extra extra. Because we well, got they a pretty busy. Our flight. We were supposed to leave at 10 a.m. and now we're leaving at 7 a.m. <laughs> it's like, okay, oh, <laughs> maybe we'll get a car. <laughs> you know yeah. what? I yeah, actually, CLB, um, believe it or not, there's a lot of uh, people from North Texas and Eastern Oklahoma and, uh, you know, Missouri or whatever uh, who are planning on taking cars. I think there's actually going to be driving more. up there. Yeah, I think there's going to be more more cars than than you think. You just got right. these people. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm driving over um, there. I'm picking up. Memphis. I mean, there'll be cars there for people if you want to do something. But really, there's not a lot of time if you think about it. You get there if you get there Friday. We got this party going on. Then Saturday you got the movie and the symposium. Sunday you may could do something if you're recovered from two nights of partying. And then you know you got the concert and you got to get up yep. crack thirty on Monday and fly out apparently. So I don't know if you're gonna have a whole lot of time there. Look, the hotel and the venue are all the behind them is a very nice piece of water for you to view <laughs> there are bars it's just really, like arkansas river yeah 
Yeah, I, I've been Everybody. a little, you know, geo-exploring on Google, and yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. side trips Worry. are always good, side trips are always good, as long as you're not late to dinner, call me what you will, just don't call me late for dinner. Um, oh, okay. look at you being all Southern there. I'm trying, y'all, I'm trying. <laughs> um, okay, so here's a couple of names. Kurt's version of the band name is Todd's Not Here. I don't like that one. I don't like that one personally. How um, about, and I, I don't know how John pronounces his last name, Poe? Siegler? Poe No, I'm Poe. Poe. Okay, so I'm going with Poetopia. P-A-U-X. Like foe, but Poe. I like it. I like huh? it. Huh? Huh? I love it. Okay, okay. Potopia. <laughs> That's my Potopia. contribution. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing everyone. I'm trying not to, you know, book a flight out to Park City for three nights and, you know, contain myself. Um, but, yeah, I'm so excited. Everything Gene and Ed have put together um, just sounds amazing. Um, oh, wow. This is going to be a uh, incredibly cool weekend uh for Todd Sands it's it's all it's fun it's smart it's um happy it's charitable it's intriguing it's intellectual it's you know it's so many things on so many levels and um let's ask Kevin Elman what we should do with our money with the impending crash of our economy <laughs> um yeah <laughs> Yeah, All right, love y'all. Oh, God. Love y'all. I'm not going to okay. keep you. Thank yeah, you, CLB. Let me, remind, let me just say this real quick. I know Ed, Ed's going to talk to us about something. The All of you folks have been to Akron for AWOTS, Todd Healing, when we were at the downtown hotel. Part of the benefit of that was we were able to walk to the venue and walk downtown. This is the same thing, only better. It's more compact it's perfect. I'm telling you, you're going to love the situation. Do not rent a car. You're good. And CLB and Kurt have the party suite. I did do that. Oh, uh, well, that's all we need to know then. We're perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Guys! <laughs> Everyone BYOB. Night, y'all. Night, y'all. Hey, hey, Doug, am I on? You're yes, on. Doug. Uh, what well, you got actually, for us? Uh, Todd and Michelle will have the party suite. We're getting them the presidential suite at the uh, at their hotel, so they'll really have the freaking party suite. Whether anybody can actually be invited there, who the hell knows? But um, <laughs> listen, I just I wanted to just say one thing really quick about uh, Johnny Byrne and, and what he's doing. Um, he he contacted Michelle, uh, and and I I didn't know who he was, and 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 Michelle you know connected us, and you know he he's very enthusiastic about. Um, he's obviously a drummer, and he's putting on these showcases. And he's very enthusiastic about. Um, you know, showcasing drummers, the people that he works with and his students and things like that, but also giving back to the community and things like that. And it's, 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 it's a labor of love for him. And I, and I just want to like kind of acknowledge Johnny and, and all the people that he's working with to, you know, put this together. I'm going to be there. He's asked me, you know, it, it's not really a spirit of harmony uh, uh, project or event or anything like that, you know, but they want to support us and support our efforts. And, you know, John's asked me to come and just, uh, speak a little bit there, and I'm, I'm going to, you know, probably talk about the things I've learned over the last year. Um, you know, probably, mostly from Kevin Elman. You know, about you know, from a drumming point of view, and 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 what you know, 
kind of his experience as a drummer being that I'll be in a room full of drummers. Uh, so it, it's really wonderful. You know, and then, you know, the thing with, with, with this weekend and the symposium and, and everything that you guys are bringing, I mean, you know, Gene and I had, had conversations a long time ago uh, um, about, you know, eventually wanting to get into a place where, get the foundation to a place where we can, you know, really team up with, with, with you and, and Mel uh, and Rundgren Radio and, and, and really kind of more so fold this into the fan community because, you know, we've all heard Todd say it before, you know, that this really was, the, this came from the fans. You know, this this came from the odd cropping from what happened in Little Rock. Excuse me, from uh, I'm getting my southern cities mixed up. From New Orleans, um, and, and and how this was a fan inspired event. And, and Gene and I, you know, were inspired to run with it uh, and present this to Todd, and 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 he's going for it and going with it. Um, but this really is a community thing. This is our community. And everybody, every time I was, I had the honor of being invited to the Quincy Jones uh, Music Consortium over the weekend in, in NAMM, Dr. Nina and, and Margaret Martin, um, you know, invited me. And it's a very exclusive group of people. Um, you know, not just anybody can join the Quincy Jones Music uh, Consortium. Um, and, you know, it was great to be, just to sit in that room with the people there. You've got some serious players in the music education world and, and, and uh, you know, business leaders and uh, foundation leaders, you know, the president and founder of the um, – Little kids that rock, and it was it was amazing to talk to them. And when I when I spoke to them about us, about our community, about the energy of what we are trying to do while we're still formulating it, while we're still it's morphing and and and, and you know developing, and, and um, they were really psyched about hearing about what we were doing as a community and and as a fan base because it's unique. There aren't you know you got a lot of musicians out there, name musicians out there that are doing things and they're doing wonderful things. Um, and, but, you know, this is the first fan-based community that is taking up this banner or, or you know, um, and, and it's, it's amazing. I mean, a couple of years ago, a totally unrelated project, I worked on, a, you know, videos, uh, a breakdown of, of a uh, Xena Warrior Princess convention here in Los Angeles, and, and the fans, really amazing what this community is doing as a fan community, and it's, you know, it's been hard, Gene and I understand, you know, we haven't been able to get a lot of information out and, and what, you know, we need, because we're figuring it out ourselves, but after this symposium, this is going to put us on the map, I mean, one of the things we forgot to mention, we've got National Public Radio covering this. Um, and they're going to take it. We may do a live webcast. We're figuring that out. Or it might be that this show will be recorded, edited, and broadcast out on NPR stations across the nation. Um, there's a local radio station that wants to not only promote the concert on Sunday night, but they want to promote the symposium. You know, we're, we're kind of getting tied into the Clinton School, and eventually, you know, the, the longer range picture is to get involved with the Clinton uh, Global Initiative to really make a change in the world, uh, to really make a difference. And that, to me, personally, is what I've gotten a lot about Todd's music and what I've learned over the last 35 years from his music is, you know, yes, we can change ourselves and all of that, but we can also change the world. And we have this opportunity right now to do this. And we're figuring it out. We want to hear from people. We want people to come and, 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 you know, it's not just about raising money, even though that's a part of it, you know, that's a reality of the situation. But we don't know what so, so much to ask of everybody because we're still figuring it out ourselves. But it doesn't mean that we don't want this to be, and it's not meant to be 
This is a large community effort. And the people that we talk to, and every time we mention that this is a community of people coming together to change the world across this country to begin with, and then maybe globally, they're really impressed. They're really blown away. Um, and, and very, very serious people, like the, the executive director of the Quincy Jones Consortium when she found out who I was representing. Um, and so, you know, we've got it right there, kids. You know, we have an opportunity right there, and it's just a matter of what are we going to do with it. And I, you know, Gene and I are trying to keep it focused and moving forward, and we, you know, asking for everybody's support and, and help and and. and Sometimes we don't know how, again, we don't know how to ask for it because we're not quite sure what to ask for. But we always think about you guys and want everybody is a part of this. And we're not talking about people writing checks. That's not what we're talking about um, because we understand, and I can attest to it because I'm in, in the situation myself. You know, we know that people are having hard times financially. Um, so we're not, it's not about that. Uh, but so that's it. That's, that's my personal pitch after a year or so of doing this to the community at large, that this is ours. And as a community, we can really do something impactful and leave a legacy behind for Todd in his name, but really for us as individuals as well. So, so bottom um, line is um, it would be nice to get this to be a streaming event, but if not, it is going to be video recorded, right? Well, we're working that out. Also, Bill Chapman, who is, um, you know, he's going to be, he's dealing with a couple things right now, but he's going to get involved with uh, trying to get a, uh, a video crew in to do a multi-camera recording of this thing. Uh, we, uh, you know, NPR is figuring out what they can do. Um, and, and, you know, so, so it can be either done live or, or for future rebroadcast. You know, right. But the thing is, is like we're a new foundation. Guys, we're a year old, and we're getting, we're, we're, we're like, we're, we're getting tied in with the Clinton School of Public, Public Service, and hopefully eventually, you know, the Clinton Global Initiative, and we're built towards that. We've got NPR. We've got a local radio station just like, you know, fawning over themselves to try to help us out to promote this thing. As soon as we sent out that first email, we got a call from the president of the NAM Foundation. What can we do to help? So we are getting a lot of attention from a lot of very, very influential people, and we have an opportunity to really move the needles. And in my personal opinion, and I've expressed this to Todd a lot, is that there's a lot of great people doing a lot of great work for music education, but what's missing, ironically, is the noise, the squeaky wheel getting the grease. That's what, to me, in my opinion, is what is missing in all of this. And I just... You know, in talking to the um, – let me, let me get his card so I don't mess this up. It's sitting right here. I just met him this weekend. Besides the uh, founder of um, make, uh, um, Little Kids Rock, um, the vice president of education, of outreach, and social entrepreneurship from the uh, Berkeley College of Music, he gave me the idea and, and started talking about the idea of producing a, music, a documentary about music education. Um, oh yeah, he said he he said he would be all in to help us to do that, and I'm starting to think about what that would be. I mean, what what what's the compelling story of of that to make noise, to get people to move? That's saying, you know what, this is a moral imperative, and that's why we call this symposium. This is the symposium on the moral imperative of music education, and that's what Gene and I and Todd have developed. And that's what we're going for. And this is the first step, and it is a huge step. And we're coming out of the gate big and loud and wide. And where we can take this is 
I can't even consider how far we can go with this. But it's a community, and that's what makes it special, and that's what makes it unique, and that's what's going to really, really change the world because we're going to do it as a true grassroots community across the country. This isn't Gene and I, and it's not Todd. This is all of us together. And Doug and Mel, in what they have done over the last, what, six years since 2008, 2009, with the first uh, AWOT shows, they have brought together in a way that it hasn't, I haven't really seen it in 35 years, this community of fans, and brought and glued us together in a big, big way, and, you know, my hat's off to them, and, you know, I, Gene and I, I know, are elated to be partnering up with them, and we're looking forward to having a lot more fun times together that are both fun, and we can enjoy each other, and we can do some good. So with that, I am going to say aloha. <laughs> aloha, ma- that's a lot. Good though, man. Hey, we're excited. We appreciate y'all bringing in those guys for the Saturday thing. That just was a natural. Oh. Hey, if right. they're going to be exactly. there Friday exactly. night, we got to we got to throw something else to the mix. Right. I mean, I, I mean, Gene and I. I have to say that Gene and I were we were only thinking about you know giving Todd you know a comfortable zone to perform in because it was like how can we get Todd to stand up and perform? This is before we knew he was doing a solo thing. And his first response to us was, well, I could just, you know, get me a couple of direct boxes. I'll do a couple of solo songs. It's like, then I said, no, 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 no. We want to bring in the boys. And he's like, well, I could do that. That's fine. So then, you know, once we had that, and then it was like a natural, it's like, well, let's really party and have a good time. And Doug was like, you know, we all know Doug. It's like, okay, let's do this. <laughs> let's bring in Pohita. So we, this energy builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. And we have a great time. And now we have a, a, an opportunity, you know, to do a little thing like change the world. And what the fuck? Absolutely. Not? And, don't, and you know, don't, let's not discount the fact the Hermits and Halloween, the other guys, we love them just as much. But, uh, you know, yeah. it wasn't feasible to bring them, and we weren't going to have any of them uh, and have right. a band. This makes it, you know, and we appreciate Sigler, Elman, and Jesse, sure. hopefully Shuckett being willing to play, and Michelle and Kim singing right. with them. You know, this is going to be a blast. Oh. And uh, oh, believe me, Elman and Sigler play all the time. They're 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 in playing shape, no doubt about it. Now Pohido, of course, is too. Yeah. If it if it wasn't for the if it wasn't for John and the Hermits of Mink Halloween, you know, and doing what they do, you know, we we maybe never would have come up with this idea of of you know having this opportunity and kind of turning it into the party as well. So yes, I mean, what they have done in the past and and what they do and what they what they will do in the future, absolutely. You know, it all builds on itself. It's all another block. It's, no, it's, another, it's another piece of the puzzle, and we're building on it in different ways and stuff like that, and it's just one more step to the top of the pyramid, and that's where we're heading, to the top of the pyramid, to the big light, to change the world. There you go. All and, right, folks, you know, if anybody wants to come and ask any questions, we'll take your call. We'd love to. We've got uh, 646-716-9262. we got 33 more minutes, and uh, Gene, if you'd like to add some more about some of the Speakers that we have Saturday, knock it out. It's interesting stuff. Uh, Yeah, I could jump in. Sure. I like to jump in. I was so listening to Ed. You know, I just want to give a little uh, example uh, of when he mentioned the pyramid. You know, it's it's really interesting because back in October of 2013, when Ed and I first met with Todd with the initial paperwork for the foundation, the image was so clear and i was explaining i was explaining to him well you know i mean i was explaining to him about how 
when I saw him scale the pyramid doing sing ring back in 77, and there he was. And I remember something in my little freshman in high school brain just clicked and said, this is something so important. (laughs) And it made such an impact that when the foundation was just starting, we knew that that imagery of, you know, the spirit of harmony, sing ring, uh, freeing the spirit of harmony was really what it had to be. It was like there was no other choice. And I remember when uh, we were talking about the name and Todd was just so surprised that a name like Spirit of Harmony was available. You know, he said, that's such a good name. And it was it was just so amazing <laughs> that... Uh, <laughs> That's my Todd impersonation, but uh, it was it was just uh, really when when Ed talks about the pyramid, our first image of the foundation was going to be that the base of the pyramid was the kids in music programs like the kids in the Ninth Ward, and then the second tier of the pyramid, getting smaller, was going to be the kids who were uh, you know rising up in their music programs, and then the very top of the pyramid would be people who were going to be recording artists and stuff like that. And it turns out that the the new base of the pyramid, like in the real pyramids in Giza, they have a lot more under the sand than they have above, is really that whole advocacy. And, you know, back to the speakers that we have, uh, one thing that I, I found again and again with each one of the people, and we've had extensive conversations with each of our speakers, they are so passionate about their area and they are so excited to be part of building this little community of the speakers you know we're we're they're interchanging already they're they're uh, already Nina and Margaret have been working together for a long time but they're starting to exchange emails and send each other articles it's like this is such a dream come true where we're building something that uh we're introducing people to each other who wouldn't have met otherwise. It's just so exciting. And uh, as, as Ed was capturing so beautifully, you know, it really is what we're all here for. We have that common love of his music and music in general. And this is what we're doing to actually make sure that every kid has an opportunity without question, has an opportunity to play music. It, it's it's incredible when you think about it and very, very humbling and just such such a wonderful job to be doing with such a wonderful group of people to be doing it. You know, we we are a family. We are a community, and we're doing some amazing things with this. Don't make us go 80s and start singing We Are Family. Mm-mm. No. Well, I, okay. I, I got you know. I have to say that that one, one of my you know going back to the '80s, one of my visions, and I and I said this to Todd when we first met, was one of my long-term visions of this is because I knew we had to make a lot of noise to be able to move the needles, is to put him center stage on a you know live aid size global concert event, um, and, and, and for music education, 
And I, you know, that's going to be a long time in going. We have to obviously, there's a long way to go to be able to build something like that. But, you know, that's what my long-term vision is. And you know what I have to say? The thing that makes Jean and I such great partners that we've discovered over the last year is she's got an unbelievable amount of experience in, in nonprofit world. Just she's run, she's been the executive director of multiple foundations for doing multiple different things. Um, and, and, uh, and I don't have any. I, have, I, I come from a complete blank slate. Of, of just crazy wild ideas and and so you know between my wild ideas and her being more grounded you know she 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 brings me down to earth and I you know get her into the craziness a little bit and we have created the synergy between the two of us that we're just like in sync with each other and it's it's completely amazing and that's why we are able to do this because there's some crazy ideas and the groundedness and the balance works out and here we go and it's going to be a lot of fun it's the, I gotta say something. All right, so let's shift. going on in my life. I'm looking forward to this more than anything. <laughs> I'm, wait, I'm uh, waiting for the violins to start now, Ed. Stop that look. Uh, we don't have uh, – th- there's no camp this year, no Todd Stock 3 or anything. This is this is your deal, plus hopefully something we do on Labor Day weekend. Uh, you know, But this is the one that's guaranteed to have some Todd participation. Yeah. So let's shift gears for a second, Gene uh, and Ed. You know – some people may not know this. Some people may. I'm going to assume based on the fact that we did two surveys on the event page. One was who's been to Little Rock or not. We had about a you know, 50-50 or so. And then what decade did you start listening to Todd? And the overwhelming majority was the 70s. So maybe everybody knows. But we started the show with a clip from Singring which I want to listen to it, and then I want you to explain to us and the listeners why you chose the verbiage from this to be the name of the foundation. All right, you ready? Ready. Here we go. Now in possession of all four keys, the brave adventurers march triumphantly into the Valley of Silence to open the chest, smash the glass guitar, and free the spirit of harmony. Hate to cut that off, but hey, that's a long song. It's easy. (laughs) So, how did y'all come to the decision that that was going to be the deal? Uh, Well, first of all, Singing in the Glass Guitar was actually the very first song that I fell in love with uh, that I heard uh, from Todd. And and so, for me, it's a a perfect circle closing. Um, It it, it just fit, you know, it just just for some reason about it's, it's the challenges. That, that young people face, that we all face, but in this case, you know, young people face to climb up to that mountaintop and, and to free their spirit, whether it's music or anything like that. It just seemed perfect that that was where it all came from. And, and, and also the fact that in our mission that we want to, and Todd said it at NAM last year, it was like, you know, there's a lot of bricks. We want to, bring, we want to be the mortar. So we want to, or the e-harmony. He's also said the e-harmony. We want to be able to uniquely bring things together in a spirit of harmony, working together. Um, and I got to tell you something. It had just hit me, literally, when you were playing this, that, that one soundbite, and it just, and that, 
you know, bring all four keys. Well, that's exactly what we're going to have on that stage. We have yeah, we have one four key. main speakers. Right. We've got the science. <laughs> yeah. We've got the social. We got the economic, and we have the academic. And all four of those keys together. If you think about Todd climbing up that mountain, opening up that chest, and smashing that glass guitar. It's going to free, we hope, to begin to free the spirit of harmony in kids and music in kids and, and, and beyond just harmony, just their lives, their, their, their potential, their ability to actually go out and create a life for themselves that is beyond poverty, that is beyond, you know, the ugliness that I can't even imagine because I have no experience with it. But those four keys is the central part of our turnkey solution and our turnkey advocacy. And it just and it, it it amazes me that you know you just played that after a year and a half that it's like oh duh four keys yeah I just got it right but that's what keeps happening all the time we keep running into somebody who's like a big Todd fan who could help us out in an amazing way yeah I and mean I got to say that every time you know I just uh, got the live from the BBC set and I simply cannot listen to Sing Ring in the Glass Guitar without crying. I mean, because it just means so much, and it always has, that it is uh, the brave adventurers coming together, marching through all kinds of obstacles, but finding those keys. And when Todd when Todd talked about a turnkey uh idea that he wanted to create a turnkey system of having all this information in one easy place you know it's just so obvious that we had to refine it down and there are lots of there are lots of benefits of music education you we really had to narrow it down to four right you know right. really I mean, because you know you could talk all about how uh, it helps uh with uh, autism, it helps with all sorts of learning yeah, right. uh, challenges. Uh, kids who are um, ADHD, I mean, it goes on and on and on, but we really wanted to focus on the four keys that would be underlying everything and underlying everything for the largest, the the great majority of people. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it Every step of the way is so clear that this is the imagery that means so much. Mm-hmm. So, Interesting. The turnkey and, and the four keys. Here's the good news. And, Mel and I know who has. It was interesting. When I was, when, I was at the, when I was at the Quincy Jones Consortium, because I was invited by Margaret Martin from Harmony Project, when I, when I talked to the uh, you know, executive director and I said I was from the spirit of Harmony, at first she mistake, mistook me for being you know, part of Harmony Project, which we kind of are. We're partners with Margaret and, and Harmony, and we love them. Um, but then she actually, you know, in this room of like unbelievably like huge players in this field, you know, she kind of brought that up. And she actually mentioned the spirit of Harmony and pointed me out and stuff like that. So that led to some conversations and contacts with some people you know, after the presentations. Uh, and, and stuff like that. So it's like even little things like that. It's like we keep getting we we keep getting like pushed up and pushed up and pushed up and pushed up. And we you know we're just getting started, and it's an incredible journey. And and it's it's you know it's it's amazing. It's really freaking amazing. Uh, as man, you're saying really amazing. It's a bachelor show, man. You can't use that word. So listen, <laughs> here's the good news. Since it's yeah. turnkey and four keys. Mel and I know who owns the four keys from the tour. We'll try to get them to so bring. Are I know, you we'll joking? 
Take photos. Oh, yeah, well, no, I know who I know who owns the keys too. Yeah, I know you do, Ed. But let's not yeah. see anything on public and start trouble. Oh yeah, my no, no, gosh! No, no, I just dipped my water across that. the room. That's we can fine. get those. Fine. It would be fun for people. We'll take photos and everything. It'll be all good, you know. Uh, yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. I, I like so anyway, idea. let's wrap it up. We got rockin' with no G. Rockinlittlerock.com so you can get the information. We'll post times and other information on there probably tonight or tomorrow. Now that right. word's out via the show, yeah. and so you'll have details. And, of course, before you get to Little Rock, if you bought an all-in package or a ticket, uh, information will be emailed to you. And even if you said you don't want emails, those are for marketing emails. So information emails we will send you, and uh, you'll be in the loop. And we'll, we have plenty of time, of course, to just have more shows and talk about different things. As, as, you know, We never know. We might add mm-hmm. something. And we got to find yeah, a contest name. We've got some good names already we were liking. CLB, nice job. Others, very nice. Lori. Yep. So we'll get into that. Um, yeah, a lot of now the folks- some that were mentioned in the chat room that may have slipped past us. So we're going to oh, yeah. have to find a better way to put that. To, uh, Start do a, a contest page somewhere or something. Just stay in touch with us on Facebook. And if you were at Nottaway for Todd Stock 2, a lot of folks at Nottaway were kind of, have been long-term fans, don't get me wrong, but hadn't been involved in a lot of the stuff because of where they live. Uh, they're coming. You know, Bob Merck and his yeah. wife are going to be there. Right. Crazy Donna interloper. There, a lot right. of folks from around there. If you were not away, of course. Um, Karen Lafferty. Karen Lafferty right. lives Karen Lafferty. there. Yep. Rock. Yeah. It's it's going to be a lot of fun reunited for some of those. Yeah. And then we got a lot of first timers. We did a survey on that too. There's a lot of first timers for Rungan Radio events. Uh, a lot cool. of first timers. Little Rock. Talking? How many states are we up to? How many states are we up to? Twenty-eight, I believe, in five you know countries. Yeah. I am so glad that you mentioned that because I am so tired of listening <laughs> to Doug complain about the fact that no one from New Jersey is has bought a ticket hey, yet. What about Joe? <laughs> Joe is from New. Joe Grizzler, he's from New Jersey. He has no idea a- why New Jersey is not repping on this. And I want to. I'm posing a challenge Joe that New Jersey needs to represent because we like no. New Jersey. New Jersey representation. No bridge closings. Yeah. <laughs> um, by the way, uh, Gene, you still on? Oh yeah, I'm here. Um, what, I know you, we're gonna, we've posted the uh, full blown uh, rundown of the foundation. I mean, excuse me, of the symposium. Uh, they can find that on the Spirit of Harmony Foundation site, right? No, no, it's on the Rock and Little Rock site. Okay, cool. So, so all the details, the entire official rundown as 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 how it is right now is on the uh, Rock and Little Rock website. So everybody, you know, you can go read all the details and stuff like that. And it's subject to change because it's still, you know, an evolving thing. But essentially, I'd say probably ninety five percent is rocked down, lo- rocked down, and locked down for Little Rock. There you go. Now where to find the go. information? So I'm fired yeah. up. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Uh, we'll do some more stuff. We'll talk about it. We may even get Todd on soon. Talk about the global tour. Talk about the Spirit of Harmony Symposium, stuff like that. Uh, so you never know what we might add. All right, so let's wrap it up and finish with a little uh, song that I'm confident will be part of this tour. And we'll also give a shout-out to Carolyn Sadal because this is her favorite song. Oh, good. And we will... <laughs> Mott. Mott, the hippie's making fun of my southern accent. That's not... Well, I guess it is You funny. sound like Roger Clinton. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he talks like, but I guess I'll find out. And maybe we'll get to talk to Bubba. Who knows? Maybe. maybe. You never know what's happening in Little Rock. Do you? you never we are know what surprises we got coming. Never know. 
All right, Ed and Gene, knowledge. we appreciate all the information at Cruise Mail. As Thanks, always, good to help. chat. Thanks, everybody. Yes, and, and thanks to Johnny Byrne as well, who called yeah, in. Absolutely. Thanks, Johnny. All right, here we go. Peace out. Night. Aloha. Good night.
Hi everybody, this is Todd Rundgren and you're listening to RundgrenRadio.com. My people! 